What's up, my good peoples? Welcome to the Be Transformed podcast, where we're talking about ideas and truths that stimulate wholesome thinking unto identity, purpose, vision, and action. I am James Anderson, and with me is Kyle Entman and Logan Eaton, my good bros. What's up? What's crack? What's crack a lacking? How are you guys? Hey, Logan, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I just got here. Yeah. Oh, welcome yeah. to be here. It was <laughs> icy out today. Mm. It was. Yeah. Did you? You made it, obviously. Yeah, well, everyone was passing me down at six today. <laughs> Did you take your buggy? <laughs> I was going a steady 45. <laughs> but no, oh, you didn't get the Everyone wor- wanted to go 60. You didn't mm. get the horses out today? No. Okay. No. It's too yeah. icy for them. They need new shoes. Yeah. Mm. You should tell the old ice shoes. Tell our our listeners about your horse and buggy days. <laughs> the horse and buggy <laughs> days? Yeah. <laughs> when we yeah. had the cabin? Yeah, yeah. 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 A lot of yeah. more, a lot of afternoons on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> Rocking in the rocking chair. <laughs> We're glad we got here. Yeah. Yep. Old chocolate, the horse. <laughs> Old ch- jo- chocolate. <laughs> yeah. That's a unique name. Very basic. Is it a white horse? Or he was a white. It was a white <laughs> chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Just had just had some spots on him. <laughs> I rode like sprinkles, once. huh? I rode a horse once. You did? Yeah. Yeah, I fell off. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? No, I r- I rode one. It was slow, real slow. Yeah. Was it named chocolate as well? Uh, peanut butter, actually. <laughs> 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 yeah. Did you have to drive anywhere today? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, it took me. I Slow moving? Keep my car warmed it up for about an hour beforehand. Yeah, yeah I didn't even, mine didn't even melt the ice. I had to chip it off with a <laughs> ice pick and a sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah. Then something went wrong with my windshield wipers, so Ooh. I took it to one of the local car dealerships, yeah. and they fixed it. They tightened a bolt on it, but yeah, it wasn't moving. The ice messed it up or something. And mine weren't mm. even working. Yeah. Freezing rain will get you every time. Just drove with the window down. Yeah. That was the best way to do it anyway. Just with the windshield that. down. With, uh, you know. <laughs> I just blew a, blew a hole through the, <laughs> yeah. the windshield. Cause I didn't have time to scrape all that. <laughs> no, because you were already 10 well, minutes yeah, late. Yeah. yeah. It's hard sometimes to scrape all that stuff. You know, you, you get going and it's just you leave a whole bunch of it on there still. You know what I mean? Like... I know. What are you talking about? Like the ice, you know, or the ice or the <laughs> Peanut snow. Peanut butter, I think. <laughs> yeah. You know, you start scanning. You just, I scrape enough off so I can see. Oh, you got to you got to commit. Yeah. You got to be able to see. Yeah, you just I, do a little hole where your eyes are at. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. No. Depends how big of, um, depends how, you know, time I, I got. But it's not the safest thing, but no, it hasn't I failed me yet. No. No cops have pulled me over yet, so <laughs> no, I did. I'll just say I in a hurry to the hospital or something. Yeah, my wife's pregnant. I'm yeah, pre- I'm pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm really sick. But yeah, yeah, it works. Nice. What are we talking about today? I don't know. Cars and ice. I Cars think. and ice. Yeah, yeah. Tonight, today, whatever it is, we're talking about perseverance. Ooh, perseverance. Mm. Mm. Yeah, perseverance. Perseverance. You only need perseverance if you're trying to get somewhere. You but if you're not trying to go anywhere, you don't really need yeah. it. You got the definition for that again? The definition for perseverance is the persistence in taking action regardless of the amount of time it takes mm. or the effort. Oh, regard- to reach your destination. Destination. Oh, regardless. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Cool. It's a lot like commitment. 
Yeah, when you guys think about perseverance, what do you think about? You ever got to use any of that in your life? Well, <laughs> daily. <laughs> well, we <were> ta- <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, daily for sure. We were talking about like uh, a little bit of high school before this. And yeah. um, like, you know, running that running that mile. I don't know if you guys said that we had to run a mile. Did you do track? I did do track a little bit. I wasn't the greatest at oh, wow. it, but um, I did cross country too. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> I meant that in the, no, in the most sincere and disrespectful way. So it's a 5K. It's 3.2 miles. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My um, car doesn't even go that far. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I and you train for it. and But even when you're doing it, it's still, um, especially even those shorter distances, they can you get about halfway through and it's like, man, I should have. Mm like started out slower or something because it really starts to you know do you have to do you have to mentally prepare for for something like 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 you i know you said training there's physical training but is there mentally like mental preparation mental training that you have to do to run that far yeah there's probably some um you know visualization and kind of just like you know preparing yourself somewhat like yeah maybe thinking about how you're gonna take off to begin the race Sure, because I feel like because football was like mental preparation of like going for five seconds and then you you, you mellow back and then going yeah. for five seconds and then you mellow back. Yeah. So I feel like that would be at a different kind of mental preparation yeah. you have to do to persevere through three point whatever miles you were running. <laughs> so you played football. Yeah, yeah. Good, good for you. Thanks. Good for you. Did you also get the <laughs> take that as a compliment? Participation so trophy. Different, different <laughs> sports, but yeah, definitely, yeah. Just yeah, just trying to just trying to discuss mental preparation yeah. in terms mm. of, of perseverance, because I, like like yeah, I, I think it's it's a lot of mentals too. Yeah. Not only just the physical outward action, but a lot of mental mm. discipline, maybe mental preparation mm. that it takes to yeah. persevere. Like you almost have to turn off the doubt switch, turn off the even the days of like you know the Friday night before the game or whatever I'm sure there's yeah. some shenanigans and some sure. energy going on yeah sure yeah you got the pregame pukes and <laughs> <laughs> yeah eating those uh, cheese whiz sandwiches <laughs> cheese whiz so and white good. bread yeah. <laughs> it's pregame lunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no I I don't I I was just falling asleep out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember it because we had the pepper alleys and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I, you know, kind of perseverance is uh, running that race of uh, not knowing if you can get it done or feeling like you're, you should just give up halfway through. But, mm. man, just that's why they talk about that second win sometimes. Whoa. Like, whoa, let's go. <laughs> it's hard, you know. It really is difficult yeah. sometimes. But, yeah. Yeah. What's that second wind? Um, I think it's propelled by, you know, telling yourself, like, that you're stronger than you think you are. Mm. And, like, you know, you made that commitment and knowing you can, knowing to follow through with it and going despite the, the pain you might feel. Mm. Like, even if you're, you know, throw up at the end it's like <laughs> it's like then you got people watching you so you're like all right I keep going keep going right but Even there was a destination yeah. in cross country like there was a finish line yeah 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 
So you knew, so you knew you weren't just running just to like a, are we yeah. done yet? Or but sometimes you, so that's good. Yeah, you knew that. <laughs> you knew there was a finish line, but you this? just didn't even know where though. Sometimes you, <laughs> people were like, "Come on, you got like two miles left to go." You or, thought you had like two hundred feet to <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh man, that's tough." So, but yeah, it comes. And there's hills and stuff like that. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Man, where'd you grow up? <laughs> not, not around here. Though. Yeah. You ever seen like that man made hills? hills? Have eyes? No, what? The hills have eyes? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> well, if you go to some of the parks, you might have a big hill or something. Mm, a big hill. Yeah. A big hill or two. Nice. Nothing, nothing too hilly. Nice. So, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking with that as far as my younger years. Mm, yeah. Yeah, nice. well, you, you were talking about mentality. Yeah. Mind preppage. Yeah, I think it's a mixture of, of uh so you said persistence and taking action, right? Yeah. It's part of that. So I think it's it's doing the things that you don't want to do and then that takes a mental uh discipline or, or a, a specific attitude. I d I don't know, maybe an attitude or thought process to where um that 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 you that you kinda have to use, I guess, to, to your advantage to keep doing those things. I don't know. So I think it's 50-50. It's taking the action physically, externally, and then and he- developing the right mindset to where you're not getting um, burned out fighting the doubt and, and all that stuff. You just you keep a positive mentality every step. So you, even if it's a small step that you're taking, like like reading a book or just, uh, I don't know, writing down ideas or, or researching something, continuing to tell yourself and stay positive and 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 uh, I guess visualize the destination mm. mm-hmm. so that you know kind of where you're going. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's physical and mental mm-hmm. perseverance. Yeah. Did did was there anything specific you guys did at, for football? Um. Man, it's got hit in the head a lot. Mm. Yeah. No, like like I would like I would just go to a mind space. Like I would go to my own mind space. Is that like a Facebook? no but i do have a website www.loganthoughts backslash uh great things yeah yeah but uh um i would go to i would have to go to a mind space i'd have to Mm -hmm. go to like a mental space to Mm -hmm. to to just be focused in on like what like what i was supposed to do when i was out there what i needed to get done while i was out there and I guess in that kind of sport, I would I would use like anger to my to my benefit. So I would go to a place where I could just be angry, I guess, and then go out and and let that anger out for a time, and then and then kind of settle back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe that wasn't the best thing to do, but that was how I mentally prepared for something like that was to just go to a space where I where I don't hear anything from the outside, and I I can kind of get aggressive and get angry in in my own mind, so I can go out and and do that stuff mm. but mm. and maybe that wasn't the best like i said but that's how i prepared mentally that was the mental preparation mm. yeah nice yeah yeah so there's there's a few verses but there's this uh but one in james chapter one verse two he's talking about consider it pure joy my good peoples whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance and when perseverance has had its full work it leaves you mature complete lacking no good thing so 
it's interesting that they would associate, they would say, consider it pure joy whenever you have to face trials, right? Because trials bring about this testing of your faith, right? And that testing of your faith, though, develops this thing called perseverance. So perseverance isn't something you have, it's something you develop. And so, but it's this, this, this reality of perseverance that causes you to become mature. It causes you to become complete. It causes you to lack no good thing. The, a little bit further down in verse 12, it says, Blessed is the one who perseveres under trial, because having stood the test, they'll receive the crown of life God promised to those who love him. Right? So perseverance, which is, again, something you develop, creates this assurity of the end. Like the, the fact that you're going to make it to the end because you refuse to give up. And there's that, that um, passage in Romans 5 that says we glory in our sufferings because suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope. Right. So perseverance brings about maturity and completion and it guarantees your end result, like your reward. But what's interesting is that. Perseverance is only necessary if you're trying to reach an end destination, right? Like you have to have somewhere that you're going. You have to have something that you're achieving. Otherwise, there's no need to suffer through growth and pain or, you know, changing your mindsets, creating new beliefs, right? You're coming to a ceiling that you thought like, oh, this is as far as I can go. And you've, you've, reached it and you're like, no, I can go further, right? Like to be able to push through those ceilings and continue to just blow that sucker off so it no longer exists, right? The only way you can do that is if you have something you're trying to go after. So they're talking about the kingdom of heaven, right? So they're like, no, no, consider this stuff like pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. Now, what's important to point out is that God's not causing you to have trials and sufferings. Like God's not testing you right like there's just that stuff's just built in there's just plenty of opportunities to run into trials right you know you're talking about you know running three miles or whatever and there's you run a mile or a quarter of a mile and you're like oh yeah i could stop right now <laughs> right <laughs> there's just this this reality that resistance creates strength and so resistance also requires perseverance to get through it mm. so it's very important to understand that god's not like putting stumbling blocks in front of you, right? The whole purpose that God created the world and mankind was to establish the kingdom of heaven. There, God is very invested in us succeeding in that, right? It's like, uh, you know, it's to my father's glory that you bear much fruit and this proves that you're my disciples, right? So we're created to succeed. Now, perseverance is this ability to succeed because when you come into trials, it develops perseverance. So there's a few things that this means, Right. It kind of. It it makes the fear of failure obsolete because it means you're going to run into problems, right? You, you're going to have to learn things. You're going to have to develop a new mentality. You're going to have to start creating new beliefs, right? To be able to achieve what it is that you want to achieve that you've never achieved before, right? To get there, you have to do things you've never done before to get to a place you've never been before. So all that stuff's going to require perseverance. Well, perseverance 
that chunk makes you whole. It makes you complete. It makes you mature. It makes you strong. I mean, the people of the kingdom of heaven are created to be epically strong, sound, firm, steadfast. I mean, if you considered the reality of love, right? Love's not easily offended. Well, people who are easily offended are people who don't have identity, right? They have massive insecurities. Well, so if you're going to be somebody who's not easily offended, you got to understand who you are, why you are and where you're going. That way you can deal kindly with people because you have this crazy understanding of what this life is and who that person is and who you are and how God values them just like he values you, values you. But that all comes from this place of identity, this firmness, this strength, and this thing of perseverance is just this epic picture of how pressure and resistance, like it causes weakness to rise up, right? Like it, it causes incorrect mindsets, incorrect beliefs, incorrect identity, incorrect views of God, you, limitations, right? It, it just automatically does that. But it, it, this is never about guilt or shame or condemnation, right? The If you ever thought about like losing weight, like let's just say we wanted to lose 30 pounds of, of fat, right? Well, that fat is unwanted. So you have this goal to lose this weight. So you take effort and every day you get on the scale. Well, every ounce of fat you lose of this unwanted fat is a victory, right? It's not a guilt and shame that you lost that fat. Mm -hmm. No, this is huge that you're in the process. Okay, well, th this perseverance is the process. So these things rise up. It's not about guilt and shame. You're just losing them because you're becoming stronger. Your endurance is getting better. You're able to handle situations better because you're, you're in enough tough situations that you've learned how to act like a freaking champion. And dominate and so yeah this concept of perseverance they're like consider it pure joy blessed is the one we glory in our sufferings why because it causes us to become everything we were created to become it allows us to build endurance to be able to reach the end destination and this is what you guys were talking about was this this reality of the end destination so I mean when you guys think about that the end destination I mean, how important is it to continue, well, to one, to maybe your end destination to be crystal clear? And then how do you, what do you go about to do to keep that thing kind of fresh in your mind to continue to take action? Mm. Yeah. End destination. Well, that goes kind of with like, you know, vision. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. Um, then that's like the daily cultivation. Um, so yeah, having that in my mind is really important because if you don't, then it's easy to get that mindset of, well, it's just a paycheck or I could be doing something else or, um, you know, this path isn't right for me. Um, mm. so you get. It opens the door, I think, when you don't have that for more deceit to come in. Um, so having that has helped me to be like, okay, well, maybe I don't feel like doing this today or this is monotonous or here we go again. But it's like, it's like, yeah, but remembering the goal towards the end, just like having a workout routine, it's, it's every day. There's, there's challenges, but um, having that clear vision is important at least for me so that I um can read can can focus my efforts on that when I'm feeling like 
discouraged or whatever like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, I like the strong, sound, and successful. Like be people of the kingdom meant to be strong, sound, and successful. I really like. I really like that part because I think we. I don't know. Sometimes we can miss that. Um, if 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 we focus too much about how we fall short or st- the stuff like that, then we think that we're our purpose is to be broken, you know, feeble and 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 drifting and moving in d- all sorts of directions, and you just you stay in that. Mm-hmm. Um, could you add in with that like strong, sound, and successful? Could you add in satisfied into that? Sure. Can add in whatever you want. Anyways, that <laughs> <laughs> is just another yeah. thing that I Absolutely. that I thought about, like like people of the kingdom being being strong, sound, successful, satisfied in who they are, satisfied in who God is, mm. and satisfied in what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And then, uh, yeah, but about perseverance, the importance of the vision is w- is what we were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah the importance of the vision. Yeah, because. Um, mm. I mean, I think I, I think that's just what keeps you kind of grinding through. It keeps you kind of uh, um, allows you to kind of stay on task. Um, if you don't know what you need to get done to get somewhere, you don't know what to do. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, um, yeah, th- having the the end destination is extremely important. And what was the other part of the question? I don't know, but talk about something about th- talk about the satisfied for a second. Yeah, because I think I think that was a good one. Uh, what did I say? Uh, you're talking about like <laughs> you're talking about being satisfied in yeah, what you're doing. Yeah, okay, yeah, in this call yeah, yeah. from God, um, opposed yeah. to, to the other popular belief that it's supposed to suck. But yeah, you're talking yeah. about being satisfied. Yeah. yeah, strong, sound, successful, and satisfied. So, uh, what did I say? Satisfied in you, satisfied that, in how yourself. How many S's is that? <laughs> four. The four S. Four S words. Five if you got another one. S U very much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> satisfied in who you are. Boom. Satisfied in who God is mm. and satisfied in what you're doing. Yeah. So that 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 like the verse that always comes to my mind in like Ecclesiastes where 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 a lot of people think that book is just about well everything's meaningless, just do nothing. But really like I think I think there's some of the stuff that, that popped out at me in that book was like the the writer was saying, um, you know, one basically reiter- reiterating the first the first commandment to to love God with all your heart and have no other gods uh, before Him. But then also, you know, eat and drink, do these things, enjoy these things, and then find joy in your work because you do you spend a lot of your time you know doing the things that you that you call work or your mm-hmm. job or your business or whatever you call it. You do a lot of things, so enjoy that because uh, you don't want to get to the end of your life and and just be like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you know, forty hours a week times you know, 40 years, 52 weeks a year. And that was all that time where you just, you, you missed out the part. You might've ate and drank and enjoyed those things. You might've, um, uh, you know, loved God with all your heart, but you missed the part where it's like, find joy in your work and it's okay to find joy in your work. So yeah, being satisfied in who you are, satisfied in who God is and satisfied in what you do. Mm. So whatever you do with your life, whether it's work, whether it's going on missions, doing, uh, stuff, (coughs) And, yeah, uh, <laughs> doing some stuff, doing yeah. other things. Do it with satisfaction. Yeah, mm. just find satisfaction in that. It's okay to find satisfaction. Yeah, in that. like don't don't do a don't do something or, or or you know study something or go to college for something that you're like, well, I just want to make money doing this. Yeah, and, mm. and and whatever, or you know, um, 
Yeah, I, I guess that's that's what I think the that's what I used to have that mindset. I know a lot of people that have that mm-hmm. mindset that that think it's not okay to find satisfaction in who you are and, and what you're doing. Um, and really, that's a I don't know, that's a poopy lifestyle. It is a poopy yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, it can be a definitely. Like, why would why would God not want you to be satisfied in what in what you're doing? Like, you yeah. as if you can't glorify Him in, in what you're doing, or or satisfied in yourself, like as if. You know, because he was the one that that created you, brought you up. He watched you grow mm. up, watched you go through all that stuff. Why would he want you to hate yourself or, I don't right. know, turn on yourself and think that you're just a piece of crap or whatever? Um, so being satisfied in who you are, I think is I think is crazy yeah. important, especially for mm. perseverance. Because if you're always hating yourself and getting down on yourself, you're never going to be able to like have that right mentality to to mesh with your actions to propel you somewhere. I don't know. That's, yeah. that's just what I'm thinking. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah. And then satisfied in God, if you don't have the, r- the right perspective or the right, I don't know, the right uh, um, view of, of who God is, or you don't even have an answer for who God is, then you mm. it's hard to be satisfied in who God is. So answering the question, who is God to you? Who do you say God is? And then being satisfied in that answer and being satisfied in who God is and what he's done for you. And um, Yeah. So that's just what, that's just kind of popped into my head. Cool. Yeah, identity. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, so everything flows out of identity because identity, whether you have it or don't have it, everything's filtered from that. Every Your point of view in life is filtered through your identity. Mm-hmm. So the, the way you view God affects the way you view yourself. Now, the way you view God, whether it's on the extreme spectrum of like, I could care freaking less or I talk to God face to face, every day and anywhere in between your view on God affects your view on yourself. Those two views affect your view on the, on your entire life, on everything you do, on your perspective, on, on the situations and circumstances around you. And so I, everything comes from a place of identity because you have to understand who God is and who you are. Otherwise your motivation will come from an incorrect place because if you think that you need to do these things, these good works to earn God's favor, then you're 100% wrong. And so what's going to happen is that you're going to do all these things, not for the sake of the people around you, but because you're trying to please God. And that's just, that that's just putting your, your aim in the incorrect place. And look, uh, this is from experience. So the reality is you have to understand that, where our position is in God, that, that we're fully accepted. So it's from this fully accepted position. It's from this totally justified. It's from I'm totally dead to sin. Read Romans all day long because I'm totally dead to sin. Look, and if you think you're not, then the spirit of God doesn't actually live in you. That is what it said. Uh, I'm trying to think of what chapter that is. But he's like, he says, you're, you're, you're alive in the spirit if the spirit of God actually lives in you. So you can't say that you're a slave to sin and alive in God at the same time. Right. But most people think that's, that's the case, but it's not. And Mm. there's going to be a time where we'll dive into that Mm. hardcore. But anyway, so from our position of children of God who are royalty, who are called and justified, glorified Romans eight, from this position, we live and we act. We think our viewpoint, 
our perspectives comes from here. All right. So now as children of the kingdom, we have responsibility and a duty. Our family business is to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth. All right. So we do that by using our gifts. So you have to understand identity because it's from this position that you live. This is how you act, right? Because if you don't, you, you'll spend your life running around in circles trying to earn something that you already have as if you didn't have it, right? You're trying to earn this favor from God or this acceptance when you already have it. But it only it takes faith to accept it. But when you run around in unbelief, it's hard to grasp it. Also, been there. So understanding what faith is and belief, you believe the truth and you live and operate from this truth. All right. So now, so when we have our identity and we understand what God's will is on a basic level, which is Jesus said, pray like this, right? Our father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it is our job to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth. It is our job to teach people how good and glorious God is. And you're only going to do that well if, if you, if you're tasting and seeing that true glory, right? For who he really is. Like you're not going to display the splendor of God. Well, if you think he's trying to kill you, right? <laughs> like if these, these trials and sufferings are all from God, right? I'm sick because God's trying to teach me something. It's like, it's those perspectives, which I understand, but they're wrong and they paint a super jacked up view of who God is. So you have to understand who God truly is to get into what this life actually is. Mm. So when you understand that we're created to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth, right? We were given our gifts on purpose to serve one another. We have creativity on purpose so that we can think of crazy ideas, how we can use our gifts and help people taste and see who God is. I'm talking about solving real world problems with kingdom solutions. All right. So you have to define these things. You have to know who you are. You have to know where you're going, vision, and why you're going, purpose, right? These things have to be clear. Like you have to know where you're going and you have to have a good enough reason to get there. So from that, you create a plan. Once you have your plan, you know where you're going and you know why you're going. You have your plan. You see that you see a good chunk of the picture. It's at this point where you, you, you make a bit of a decision, right? This decision is like, is this worth it because when you can kind of see what it's going to cost kind of like you were saying you trade your life for whatever it is that you do and this this is real and this is beautiful you just want to make sure that you know what you're signing up for right jesus talks about this about the guy who was going to make a, a tower or a building or something but he didn't count the costs and so he's laid the foundations but couldn't build the rest of it right so he's talking about you got to sit down and you got to count the cost. So this is it, right? You understand who you are, where you're going, why you're going. You create a plan. You see the picture pretty clear, right? And you say, is it worth it? Because whatever you do, you're going to trade your life to do it. You're going to trade your time. You're going to trade your energy, your focus, your money. Everything you got's going to go into this. And this, this is a piece of, of the kingdom. This is beautiful. This is what you're called to. But when you're when you're still working out and defining these things, this is a this is a place you come to because you have to make a decision. Is am I gonna chase this or am I not? Like you don't want to run around in like confusion and doubt and worry and fear, like, oh my gosh, this is this, this is not if I do this and it's wrong, does God hate me? Right? Like all these these jacked up concepts that would cause you to never take action. So you make it clear 
And then you decide, all right, is this what I'm going to do? When you make a decision to commit, right, this decision is regardless of the amount of effort, the time, or the obstacles faced, I'm going to reach my destination. All right, from this place of decision, this then is where perseverance lives. Because now you've committed. Now, a commitment is something you don't back out of which I think a lot of people misunderstand that. And people misunderstand this in marriage. They get a little bit confused. They think, oh, well, you know, we fell out of love. You know, we're no longer in love. And I was like, well, you fell out of love. I mean, if you found it in a tree and you took a nap and fell out of it, I guess you could fall out of love. But, <laughs> but the, the truth is marriage is a commitment, right? This is, this is why there's vows that say through thick and thin, mm -hmm. through good and bad rich or poor. Why? Because those things are for reals. So your commitment isn't based on the circumstances. Your commitment is based off of the destination. You're saying until death do us part, we're going to be together. So it doesn't matter how bad it gets or how hard it gets. You're not basing your commitment off your emotions, right? You made the commitment and that's it. That's one and done. So when we think about what our call is, like when you define purpose and vision and identity, right? And these are things you continue to grow in. But when you define these and you start chasing after it, commitment is something you don't back out of, which is why you count the cost. Because, look, it's going to take all you got, every ounce that God put inside of you to get it. Mm -hmm. And it's glorious. That's like on purpose. It's going gonna, it's gonna to demand all your potential is going to demand all your gifts. It's going to demand that you learn, that you hone, that you, you know, you continue to track and measure and make adjustments and continue to become amazing, right? This is why perseverance is so glorious because it causes you to become mature, complete, and lacking no good thing. It creates hope and character. It, 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 it uh, secures your ending, right? The crown of life to those who love him. You're guaranteed. I'm telling you, man, this is what's so sexy about it. It's everything you want is wrapped up in here. But when you understand that commitment is commitment, it doesn't like we're not ending like I'm chasing after this and that is it. So when you do that, it 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 kind of it helps throw away these thoughts of fear, doubt and worry, because when you make a commitment, there is nothing but through. And that's super important when you think about marriage is that there is, there is no out. People say that they're like, Oh, you just go get divorced. No, there is no out. Look, it says in Malachi, God hates divorce. This is for reals. He says what God has brought together. Let not man separate. This is for reals, right? So there is no out, right? Unless we're talking about abuse or adultery, but there is no out just because, you've because communicating is hard, right? You don't just crap out. So, but when you, when you understand that there's this total freedom because you're not afraid of failure because you're not afraid that they're going to leave you. Fear comes from punishment, right? Like this is how most people live in, in terms of God is like, well, if I mess up, then is God going to hate me? Does God not love me? You know, there's this constant fear of like, man, if I don't do enough, then, you know, something bad's going to happen. It's like this, you're just, you're never secure in who you are in God. Well, 
when you understand commitment, that flies out the window. So the fear of failure also flies out the window because there's a process to getting to where you want to go. And a process is something that takes time and takes growth. It takes learning and problem solving. So that means while you're in the process, there's never a threat of you being disqualified. So you, so you, you ditch the fear of failure. You know that it, you could go out there and fail big. You could keep failing big. It doesn't matter. It just matters that you continue to hone and review. Why are you doing what you're doing? Where are you going? You're like, okay, how can I get better at this? What can I do? You know, oh, can I add this to what I'm doing so that I can push me even further? I can reach more people. I could do, you know, like it's all about just progressing. It doesn't matter how many times you mess up, get jacked up, fall down, be like, holy frick, this junk's, <laughs> this junk's tough, yeah. right? But see, Trials bring about the testing of your faith, right? Testing of your faith develops perseverance. Here's what happens. So trial brings about this test. All right, this test brings you options. This is a multiple choice test. It's if everything was easy, like you would just keep going. But because it's difficult, you have these opportunities. You've got these options, right? You could quit. You could look for an exit because it, that junk just got freaking hard, right? You could look for an exit or... This is an opportunity. This is a testing of the faith, which develops perseverance, which develops maturity, right? Completeness. It develops character. It develops maturity, right? So here's an opportunity. Well, oh crap, it's hard. All right, well, this is, this is a, a, a place to check your resolve, check your commitment, right? Like, oh no, I made this commitment. I'm just taking a breather, right? I'm not looking around for an exit. I'm just taking a, like a 10 second Taking a knee real quick. <laughs> just got punched in the face by myself. But yeah, you know, take a knee and then get up and keep jamming, right? So perseverance is this glorious thing about victory, about strength, about becoming, about being people who are unstoppable, who are relentless, who will not be stopped. Yeah. What do you guys think about any of that? Amen. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So kind of like that... Uh just having like a can't lose mentality mm. i think that's i think that's what popped into my head about perseverance mm. as, as part of it it's just having that can't lose mentality otherwise if you think you can lose or that you you, sure. you somehow could fall out and and right. be destroyed then you, you you don't you don't move and and take action where where as if you you could if you believed you couldn't lose you don't you don't yeah. move and take action the same way yeah. as if you believed you you couldn't lose or you can't can't fail yeah like yeah oh thank you logan yeah uh, did i steal that from you? yeah no 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 that's good <laughs> i i i like what you talk about you know making that decision too because like like if you want to do something like you have like it does it's a it can be a big commitment and it might involve you know, all your time and like, you know, so right now I'm trying to think of like, you know, I'm, I'm single. I don't have children or anything like that. And I've been just kind of reflecting on what I want to continue to do. And it's like right now, thankfully I have that time and I can devote that time, but it's, it's, um, that still requires like, picking myself up each morning and, and doing it and putting one foot in front of the other. But it's kind of like sometimes like God's like, I was thinking that today, it's like, 
it's like yeah it gets challenging sometimes but you've you've got the opportunity to like like cultivate and to keep doing that stuff but yeah think about it it's like it's like yeah um put that put gotta put that time into it and mm. and if you got it then 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 use it and it might be like you know you visualize it in your head and you're like oh no I, you know wow how can i do that like that's a lot of work and all that it's like you know sometimes you got to get out of that fear mindset it's like just just chunk it you know just go go at it you know don't don't try to catastrophize it in all one bit like just go with the flow take care of yourself um and and trust and and pray and keep and and keep moving forward despite what your mind might think of oh you know but if i get to this point then it's going to be really hard or oh how could i do that it's like well we're not there yet so just just go with the flow and trust God that mm. he'll, he'll provide it when that, when that time comes. But yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Just keep j- Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. So I mean, we talked about this before where, so you have this vision and it's big and it's huge and it's in the future. And so sometimes you can look at that and you can you you can get kind of caught up in that but there's this coming down from that that like if that takes a thousand steps to get there step 999 is going to look a lot different than step 1, right? So the process starts small, but just kind of like you're talking about like this uh just this like just like creating a plan, right? And making achievable goals make your goal make your vision absolutely nuts in god like let it and because i gotta be honest man i think what we're what we're called to is is it's it's this is hard to grasp but it's bigger than you could even imagine so if somebody told you you wouldn't believe it but i find as you as we keep going you see it keep growing right like i'm doing things now with volume which just compared to myself is more volume than probably i would ever thought and i i have ideas to do even more which there would have been a time where i if i if i would have thought about that i'd be like that's that's impossible right but as you continue to go you continue to grow right like as as you're faithful with doing the little bit you your ability grows as you become responsible for what you're called to do and and you keep showing up and you're faithful in your duties your ability grows right because it's it's cause it's it's pulling on your potential causing you to become to grow in maturity and ability and skill and experience right so this process causes you to to be able to bear more weight right that's trials and these things like you think about going to the gym which we talked about like you go there on purpose to put yourself in, like in a in trial right in suffering if you will like uncomfortable state yeah like you put a load on yourself because with repetition you will become stronger right your muscles tear down so that they can grow up bigger and so we'd go to the gym on a regular basis on purpose to go get into this 
this place where we're going to have resistance on purpose. Like we make it uncomfortable on purpose because we're trying to get strong. Well, this is what they're talking about. This is perseverance. You like, we love it because it's, it's helping us get to our goals. It's helping us achieve. It's helping us become like, we love it. It's like going to the gym. So it's not like this life is hard mentality. It's like the, man, this is every step is like a step closer to the end goal. It's like a, yeah, it's, it's just like it, it, you have to flip the switch, flip the mentality where instead of this is like, oh my gosh, this is so hard, right? Where you start focusing on the failures, on the struggle, on the pain. When you focus too much on that stuff, it, it can take you down the wrong path. You can start seeing this illusion of failure and quitting because, oh man, that's getting tough. But now we're, we like the tough because the tough is going to take us there. I mean, you, you look at any of these elite like military forces right i mean they go through like the craziest training but the training's on purpose like there's these these navy seals they're talking about how they train so hard that when they get to combat they're like oh that's it like that's all mm. that's all this is this that's all you got like they train they try to train harder than they'll ever experience so that they can dominate whatever they do experience but so that's willfully, that's intentional. That's like on purpose. It's not just to suffer. It's to, because it's, it's going to allow me to go further than I ever thought possible. Then there's maybe only a few people who could do what you can do because of the responsibility that you've taken upon yourself to become the best, to stand out so much that the nation see you and call you and they want you to bring what it is that you want to bring, which is the kingdom of heaven. But it's because of your, your, your perspective of perseverance, of taking action and masses amounts pers persistently and consistently taking action and action and action for the explicit purpose of achieving your vision and your purpose. So, I mean, this concept of responsibility, like, grows your ability. So, the parable of the talents in uh, Matthew 25, right? Jesus is telling these parables. These parables are legit pictures of what the kingdom of heaven is like. So, he's like, this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. Like, for reals, this is what it's like. He says, a master gathers up his servants, gives them his money. Like, this was just one of them. But he gives his, his, his servants responsibility. Then the master leaves for a really, really long time. Like, an awkward amount of time. Like, is that guy dead? Is he coming back? Like, a really freaking long time, right? Mm. So, while he's gone, he gave his servants duties and responsibilities. He is not checking up on them. Right. There is a time when the master comes back and he swiftly settles accounts. But in the meantime, the duties and the responsibilities have been dished out. Now, there's this expectation. There's this reality that there is growth. There is increase that is demanded. So in the parable of the talents, right, there's a master gathers up three servants, gives them each his money, each according to their ability. So when he gives five, when he gives two when he gives one bag of gold and he leaves well the first two go right away and put the money to work and double it mm. so right away they go to work right well this other guy right away he goes and buries the money in the ground and then does who knows what well the master comes back right and so when he comes back after a long time gathers up his servants and he settles accounts and so the first two are like oh man we 
we we took your money and we doubled it and he's like dude good freaking job he's like come enter your master's happiness you were faithful with this little man i'm gonna put you in charge of much and so they, he gets down to the third guy and the third guy just had this super weird response but he was like He's like, well, you know, I know you're a hard guy and you, you reap where you didn't sow and you harvest where you didn't this. And, you know, so I I buried your money. Here it is. You know, and that, that's that's kind of it. And so, <laughs> so I mean, because he, he starts out with like insulting the master and then says he didn't bring any increase. So in one of the par- I don't think it's this one, but there's another time where this parable is shared. And it says, you unprofitable servant, right? This is proof that 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 responsibility of the money required increase. So he says, yeah, you know that I harvest where I haven't sown. He's like, well, then you should have at least put my money in the bank where it would have gained interest. You should have at least, right? So this, this servant would have known that he was supposed to make that stuff increase. So what's interesting is like in, in my mind, there's two, there's two perspectives that I think about with this guy. Like one could be that the master was actually super nice, super forgiving. And so he thought if he pretended to be afraid that the master would forgive him for being lazy or, or forgive him because he didn't work because he was scared instead of the real reality that he was lazy. So, but if that's the case, he was dead wrong because there was an, there, there was a, accounting accounts were settled and what you did mattered and what you didn't do mattered. And this is a picture of what the kingdom of heaven's like. So the other one is that the guy's just a freaking idiot and he just didn't want to do anything. But, but if, if in fact he was afraid I mean, the, the thought is that he w- if he was afraid of the master, he would have went right away and made increase because he would have been afraid of the punishment that would have incurred, right? So regardless of this dude's mentality, this guy was cut into pieces and chucked out in the darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth with the hypocrites, right? There's this reality that we have duties, responsibilities that we are meant to get into. And this, this reality of perseverance is a huge part of it because there's this reality where the where the 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 master has gone for a really long time like a super long time like a you could almost forget and just go about life doing whatever you wanted right that's what this other parable is about with the 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 of the faithful steward right so the master going on a long journey Right? They're all about this master going on a long journey. Why? Because Jesus came, gathered up his people, says, you go make disciples of nations, and then he left. He says, I'm going to be with you, but you're the representatives that bring the kingdom. All right. These are the duties and responsibilities we hold. So the master gathers up his servant and says, hey, in this one particular case, he says, I'm putting you in charge of the other, the other servants. You're going to give them their food you know, at their proper time and this and that. And he says, you know, blessed is the servant who, when the master returns, he find his, finds his servant doing what he was put in charge of. But let's say this servant is wicked, right? And so when he finds out that his master is gone for a long time, that means that he was doing his duties, 
But the master was gone for a freaking long time, like to the point where he's like, dude, I just don't know if this is worth it or if he's ever coming back, you know, maybe it doesn't matter. So this guy be casts off restraint and starts beating everybody and starts eating and drinking and having parties and using everything that the master has just for his own purposes. Well, when the master comes and finds him, he'll come at an hour this guy is not expecting. And this guy will get dealt with according to what his life, what he did. But there's this reality with perseverance as that this life, right? It's easy to get distracted. It's easy to lose sight of that vision of that purpose. It's like, it's ridiculous how easy you could forget why you're doing what you're doing. Like, it like boggles my mind. So, but th this is where it becomes so important. One, the environment you keep. And then two, you just continue to review. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? What are you doing? Why are you doing it? I'm taking action. I'm taking action. I'm reviewing. I'm taking action. I'm reviewing. I'm action, action, reviewing, right? It's this constant because you're creating new beliefs. You're, you're coming. You're continuing to take action, right? Because at the end of the day, there's a day where Jesus will return. Right. And he, there's another parable where he's going to separate people like a shepherd separates sheep and goats. Right. And to one, he's going to say, come and enter the kingdom. And to another, he is not. He's going to say, depart from me, for I never knew you. But both people seem to knew who he was. But he says, you know, whatever you did to the least of these, you did to me. And whatever you did not do to the least of these, you did not do unto me. And there's just this reality of responsibility. And there's this reality of perseverance is a massive part of that. What do you guys think about many of that? Do you have anything, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I have a I have a lot, yeah. A full well, head up there. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking a bunch. Yeah. But um Yeah, that responsibility, like you're talking about the the guy who the the master went away and he was given the um he was out doing causing shenanigans when the master was away is that what was going on the kinda? second one yeah 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 like he was any causing shenanigans. Yeah. so he kind of like was like well you know the the cat's away the the master will play or whatever like that <laughs> something like that i think verbatim so it was like <laughs> it's like the yeah away, the, the master, master will play yeah <laughs> but just kind of like you know sticking to your 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 like your guns and um doing you know doing the doing the right thing because you know you're working towards um you know maybe not uh like working towards that purpose and uh, continuing to like that importance of having that in your head, that vision. Cause when you get off track or think you can just goof around mm -hmm. and, and you no, know, there's a time for that. But like, like we talked about earlier, using that time constructively um, because we have this time. So, and it's, it's a gift. We have this time and to use it like productively, um, Cause you can, you know, we all have the choice on what we can do with it, what we want to do with it. But, um, yeah. And then like him coming back and being like, Whoa, what have you been, you would have been doing, you know, causing, 
causing shenanigans when you could be doing a lot more with this. So, yeah. yeah um, yeah. He sounds like he kind of squandered that that valuable time, and then the guy was like, "Jeez, you know, kind of thinking like with my own life, you know, just you know, using this time that I have to to be productive with it, because I don't want to be like that guy who's <laughs> causing shenanigans, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you know, not why the cats out when the, the cats away, yeah, when the cats <laughs> away, master's gonna play." <laughs> Yeah, so I always that's that. my that's my take on some of that stuff. <laughs> you got anything, Logan? Uh yeah, yeah, I do. I don't cool. know if I want to say it. That's okay. There's a lot to digest there. <laughs> yeah, about the cat yeah. or what? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, about the cat. Yeah, it's easy to be afraid of accountability and responsibility when you when you place too high a value on the. You know, the social media, the Facebook, the Instagram, the Netflix that's that's calling your name after your work mm. or even your job, the security. You place too high a value on the security of your job, the security of your paycheck, the weekly, you know, the we- weekly routine and monotony. When you get comfortable doing that and you start to place value in doing that because you're secure there and you're comfortable there, um, it's easy to start becoming afraid of accountability and responsibility and the effort that it's going to take to go somewhere Mm. and that's where excuse starts to come in and you start to make excuses and start justifying why you know you don't want to move or why you're not moving uh towards a a specific destination and so i I think it's just i think uh, at some point and even even me myself i think at some point you have to to um like that like that 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 uh stuff you were saying about make coming to that point where you have to make a decision you have to come to that point where you you yourself have to to make a decision of what you're going to do and what you want to do and who you want to be and 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 count the cost because um yeah i think it's just it's really easy to get caught up and not saying those things are bad or that we shouldn't we should eliminate those things you know it, it's 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 fun to watch a movie sometimes or to you know go out to eat or whatever it's, it's fun but when these things start to become the excuse or the the thing you replace with um taking accountability and taking responsibility to go somewhere then it's easy to just um fade out and mm-hmm. and, and accept the comfortable accept the average accept the secure yeah Boom. love it yeah i think that that's that's where real encounter with god comes from like i like that's it, it's it's a necessity Right. And this is what the 12 minutes is all about that we talk about. It's like this this reality that, look, man, God says, like, I I got these plans I have for you. Right. Like we just talked about plans come from vision and from purpose. Right. The the point is, is that there's so many thoughts about you that God is waiting to freaking share. All you got to do is show up. Right. Because those who seek find. So your your end is determined by your beginning. Those who seek fine they seek and keep on seeking until they find this is this again man this is perseverance this is commitment this is i refuse to quit regardless of how hard it gets or how long it takes to freaking get there i'm not gonna relent i'm not gonna stop i won't stop it's that attitude that gets the answer and it's it's not that you got to persuade god there's just this reality jesus talks about this reality Right about this guy, right? It's late at night. He's got a 
friend, a visitor came over. He goes to his next door neighbor's house and knocks on the door. He's like, hey, man, I got this guy who came in. I need some bread. Give me some bread. The guy's like, ah, man, I'm already in bed with my family, dude. Just can't help you. The guy knocks again. He's like, dude, I need some bread. The guy's like, no. He keeps knocking and knocking and knocking. And this Jesus, he says, this guy, he'll get, he'll get up, not because they're friends, but because the guy won't stop. <laughs> he's talking about prayer, though. Yeah. He's this is a reference to prayer, which is interesting. But here, look, I don't don't get scared because God's not looking to withhold from you. There are times where perseverance is absolutely what is necessary. But look, I'm telling you, if you get into this, if 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 you're in this spot where you're like, look, I you know, like you're making excuses. You're like, I'm not sure. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm telling you, if you sit down on purpose and seek God, be like, God, for reals, <laughs> what the freak is, is my life to be about? Like, who am I? What am I? I'm seeking is more than just that, right? But there's also the learning factor. There's the, the learning, studying, exploring, and understanding this reality. But anyways, but as you seek, you will find. So you need this encounter. You need to hear from God, I'm not talking like a burning bush, but if you have one, definitely let us know because we'll, we'll all be jealous. But <laughs> but you you need to hear from God. It's it's that voice then that's like, all right. It's that it's it's that when you start to hear that, well, that that word from God is like a seed, right? Full of potential. What something starts out as is not all that it's created to be. But as you tend it, as you cultivate it, you think about it, you meditate, you marinate, right? You put it in your imagination, you dream about it. This thing, it starts to take root. That seed starts to sprout, starts to get into your guts. And you start, to, it creates this thing called desire. Well, when desire is fully conceived, it creates action. So you got to hear and get clarity on what it is you're after. And then you got to build this thing called desire. And then you got to freaking take some action. But yeah. But this is the life. Look, you, you're, you're created and set up to succeed, not to fail. So again, God's not withholding. It, this is set up to succeed, right? He says, anyone who remains in me and I in him, he's going to bear much fruit. Why? Because that's the proof of life, right? He says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, then you're going to ask what you desire, which is what we just talked about. So if you remain in me, that's belief in what Jesus actually said about what this life is about and who we are in him, belief, right? Then he says, my words remain in you. That's a continual cultivation of the truth. That's the stuff that changes your perspective. It changes your beliefs. It, it, you start conforming to what you hear and you start taking action based upon that. Well, that stuff starts to create this thing called desire. Desire is like a craving. It's a longing. It's a have to have what it is that I want. He's saying this, this is It gets back into this, the satisfaction thing where it's like what you were called to do, you were equipped to, which means it has everything to do with everything you are, which means you want to get into it. Like it's an incorrect perspective to think whatever God has for you is going to suck. That's that's that that idea was born from hell. The whole purpose of the thief is to steal, kill and destroy. So if if he can convince you that following God is going to suck, then you're going to drag your feet. Nobody's going to be attracted to following you. If you think if if you, if you think that you, the life God has for you is supposed to suck, or what you're supposed to do is, is supposed to be hard or, or, or not hard, but just 
when your when your passion doesn't align with what you want to do or what you are doing, and and, and I guess that just reflects people. I don't know what what, what how did you word that? I don't know. Anyways, you won't attract people if you live like that. You won't attract people following you if you if you're gonna live like that. You won't you won't bring the kingdom of heaven to people outside of the kingdom of heaven if that's what your life looks like because they're looking for something. They're looking for they're they're looking for. Um, you know, they, they want to taste and see that God is good. They don't want to taste and, and have the sour taste in their mouth. Mm. Mm. They want chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or peanut butter. Not sour Skittles. Oh, <laughs> oh shoot. I like a good sour yeah. Skittle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that, that, that speaks of like, I just heard this word today, but anyways, congruency. But it's mm. like it's Whoa. your mind and your body are going <laughs> in the same direction, right? Like mm. your inside guts are aligned with God's guts, mm. right? There's this place and cultivation in the truth and who God actually is and who you actually are. There's this place that as you dream, you literally, you can no longer distinguish between your heart and God's heart because of the freaking same. That's the kingdom of heaven. Look, freaking God created the world and created us on purpose in his image. On purpose, man. We're create everything got created and created to function. I mean, just freaking look at the mountains. I mean, you can't hear, but yeah, you unless can. you had a high-powered <laughs> telescope, <laughs> a NASA. But I mean, you 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 look at you look at the sky, you look at the trees. I mean, you you get out into the woods and like everything God created is this just epically just glorious reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. But you were made in his image. So I'm saying that what is even sexier is you fully alive in God. And that is the true reality of everything that you actually desire is 100% wrapped up in that. That is not a freaking line. That is the freaking truth. The kingdom of heaven is everything you were created to live in on purpose. You fit there. It functions there. It's the sweet spot. There is nothing outside of this. There is nothing outside of this that will ever satisfy you. This junk is for reals. This is the true kingdom. This is why he says, dude, then you will ask what you desire, what you crave, what you must have, because it's everything inside of you. You got to have this end destination, this vision. This is the life that you will live a life worthy of the calling you've received. This is what we're talking about. He says, at this point, you're going to desire this so freaking much that you have to have it. He says that I'm going to give it to you because it's to my father's glory that you bear much fruit. And that fruit proves that you're my disciples. You get so freaking jacked up, fired up saying there is nothing else to my life, but this, and I will have it regardless of everything it costs me. Cause I already left that junk at the door. That's the life that everybody wants to live. And this is the kingdom life. There is no other life. You will find it nowhere else. There's not amount of crap that you can obtain that will ever fill that void. This is why you get people who have a billion dollars and commit suicide. (laughs) It's because the junk you have doesn't do it. Stuff is nice. It's not wrong to have stuff, but that junk ain't the main point. Mm. You got to keep the main thing, the main thing. And that's the kingdom of heaven, which is eternal. And that is where we were created to live and function out of. Strong, sound, successful, satisfied. It's sexy. Nice. It's sexy. Yeah. I it's like sexy. it. Beautiful. Bam. Anything else? That was awesome. Sweet. My good peoples. Keep it sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Real sexy. <laughs> Man. 
Should I do a slow turn like this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My good peoples. Peace. Peace.